Hello, welcome to the Fire Room. For all of you who do not know, we are an international ministry. And our ministry is to go out of the four walls and preach the gospel of Christ. Mainly, you can support us online. We have a Facebook. We have a website. We have an Instagram. And if you want to reach us, the website is www.firerealmglobal.com. And anytime you want to find us on your social media, all you have to do is type in FRM Global or the Fire Realm and you should see a blue logo to be able to locate us. If you want to email us and you and you want to get prayer, you want someone to talk to, we always make ourselves available because our desire is to see you prosper. So our email is info at gmail.com that's info at gmail.com we have tons and tons of resources on our YouTube we also have a YouTube it's called the fire realm you can put that in the search engine and you'll see us pop up we have so many videos so much footage about relationships the power of God the purity of God miracles signs and wonders of God and just the strength of God and so much more. So if you're interested in where what we teach and you need that extra spiritual help in your life, don't hesitate to check us out. For all of you who don't know, my name is Golden. I am a music artist, an entrepreneur, and most importantly, I am a daughter of God. And Golden derives from... The book of Job that can be found in chapter 23, verse 10. And it says, For he knows the way that I take, that when he has tried and tested me, I will go forward as pure gold. And what does that mean is that I had some challenges in my life. I had some anguish in my life. I had some disappointments in my life. And I could not figure out why. My mother was murdered. My father was murdered. I've been molested. And I had really no family or even too many close friends. And I called on the Lord. And I, when I called on the Lord, he drastically changed me. He drastically healed me. He drastically gave me value, gave me identity, gave me purpose. And then I go to the church <laughs> and and then I got hurt even more. I believe many of you out there, you may feel like I want to join Fire Realm. I want to be a part of Fire Realm because I'm tired of going to church. I just want to hear the gospel. I just want to hear the word of God and going on about my business because church people is just so fake. <laughs> um, I'm tired of religion. You know what God uh, had taught me because I had a lot of questions, a lot of hurt, a lot of anger that some that people will know your story and still betray you. People will know your story and still spread your business and 
and and gossip about you in the name of love (laughs) you know we're so quick to be like oh sister my sister in christ i love you i love you i love you i love you and in the next breath we're we're gossiping that about that same sister well guess what family i've been there but god showed me that if you're looking for change let that change begin with you that you don't have to do what others have done to you you don't have to be that negative energy and you got to understand that a lot god he is blamed for a lot of things that he did not do a lot of people would say oh i want to be atheist or i I hate god (laughs) because i don't want um to have anything to do with him because he's fake he's religious all he want to do is tell me what to do and what not to do but i believe god is blamed for just he's blamed for broken people and hurt people hurt people so that's what golden is all about even though i've been through hell and high water i choose not to live in the dysfunction i choose not to live in the brokenness i choose not to live with pointing the finger god has called a generation and what i mean is golden is not just for me golden is for anybody who says that i will be the first to spread the true love of christ i will be the first example that people can look to and say i have a reason to continue to keep going so i have an ep K out it's called golden from death to life and it was truly from death to life (laughs) you know i almost died almost six or seven times and god supernaturally revived me saved me and i mean i've just oh it's you know if you if you're interested you know i have a few uh a few songs that i would like to share with you you can find me on youtube it's um officially golden forever instagram is officially golden underscore forever and i'm also on facebook and it's called golden's official facebook so hope to meet you i do appreciate every single person that has been reaching out and um really being a support and it's so rewarding to just see how so many people will will accept you will join the challenge and i just want to say thank you to all of you Um, and may God bless you. So without further, further ado, it is my privilege and honor to introduce the love of my life and my best friend, Pastor Jason Hunt. Amen. So we thank God today. We thank God for all those that's uh, listening online, that's that's uh, following our social media, that's also uh, just just uh, being a, 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 a support. Uh, for those who don't know, we have about thirty-five thousand plus people that um, f- that follow our social media, and that. Um, I mean, so many people that interact with our ministry, we have been, a, we in this ministry have been able to to reach people all the way 
uh, from India. We are we are in Miami, Florida, but we have been able to reach through this ministry people from India, Africa, uh, Canada, uh, Russia. So many people we have prayed for. So many people have you'd be surprised at how many people have has just sown into this ministry and uh, not just locally but internationally. So uh, we thank God for that. We thank God for all all our followers and believe that we are we keep you in our prayers and thank you so much for the support. I want to also give a shout out to all the celebrities that has uh, watched. Uh, just just the other day, I seen um, a well-known celebrity um, that that actually uh, that came to our ministry and and supported one of our videos. I mean, it's just amazing um, that of the people that we've been able to reach through this ministry for the gospel. And uh, so we want to thank God for that. Thank God for all those who are celebrities that watch our ministry, that listen to our. Uh, our podcast. We may not see you physically, or may not know you, or touch you, or whatnot. But we know we know you spiritually, and we pray for you, and we pray that God blesses you through uh, 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 the messages and these uh, the conference calls that we have. So we thank God for that. And uh, if you want to, if you want more resources, please reach out to us. You can go to our website. Um, I'm not just a pastor. I'm also a businessman. I'm also um, I function as a, as a prophet. So God has led me in, in a lot of different titles over the years. But, uh, you know, we're not big on titles here. We're big on you being a child of God and walking as a child of God. So, so amen to that. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get started today and just let the Lord just have his way. Um with this message today. Uh, I, I take time in my own life to to get into the Word of God and find out what God is saying to me personally. Uh, I don't just preach just on Sundays like many people are just used to or have seen. Well, I'm not that type of preacher. I'm not that type of uh, person. I believe that you should seek God for what He's saying for yourself first and then what he's saying to people. And even when you preach to people, the first person that God is talking to as a messenger of his word is you, yourself. So the first person who's accountable to that word that the preacher speaks is them. So that means that because it's not their words. So that same word that that preacher is preaching, if they decide to disobey that word. Guess what? The same judgments and curses that that word talks about will fall on that person who is preaching the word. So that's why it's amazing to me how people say, oh, I only go to church because people are hypocrites. Well, there's going to be a lot of hypocrites in hell, but you got to ask yourself, will you be there? All right. Are you living a hypocritical lifestyle or a lifestyle where God is not pleased with? Because when you stand before God, those hypocrites are not going to be with you. That pastor that you hate is not going to be with you. God is going to look at this. The Bible says he's going to judge the secret things of men's minds. That means if you have sinned in your mind by, you know, there's so many sins you can do in your mind by cursing someone or, 
or having sex in your mind with someone. Uh, Jesus talked about that. Uh, so many different things. God says he sees your thoughts and he's going to judge you even with your thoughts. So how are you going to escape from this God that it's a judge? So, you know, the reason I'm putting this out there is because I think it's very important that if the message is being brought forth, that you need to understand that that person, that messenger is speaking from God to you. And whatever you do with that word, God is going to hold you accountable for. He is one of the God's characteristics is not just being a God where he can do whatever he want. He is also a judge. He's also a judge. So he's going to judge every single human being on that day. So, so understanding that it's so important to understand that this message, these messages that you hear, apply them to your life. And, and, and the Bible says, work out your salvation with fear and tremble. Do your best to walk in obedience to God. Why? Because you can be walking, you can be a Christian, but miss the things that God is trying to show you or do in your life. For example, God may bring a blessing across your way. And the reason why you don't recognize it or receive it is because is because of the, your mindset, the way that you are as a person, and you'll miss God's blessing. The thing that you were praying about, you'll miss it because you're not paying attention to what God is saying spiritually. And so today we're talking about the blessing of Abraham, the blessing of Abraham, right? That. Uh, you may have heard this before, and I, I think this message is going to give you some understanding today. Uh, I have seen the blessing of God in my life. I have seen the blessing of God in other people's lives. I have heard so many testimonies. Matter of fact, um, I mean, crazy testimonies, literally, uh, where the Lord will bless his people and literally within the week or within days. All right. And I'm not talking about finances, just finance. I'm talking about restored marriages, salvation of loved ones, uh, uh, so many sicknesses that has been healed. I mean, there's a real God out here. And because of your own experience does not mean that God is not the person of the that spoke what he spoke in the word of God to keep his word. So when we talk about the blessing of Abraham, what is the blessing of Abraham? First off, the blessing of Abraham. Um, there's many different parts of the blessing and benefits to the blessing. Uh, um, uh, but that we're going to that, that you can talk about. But today we're going to highlight certain parts of the blessing. For one. Abraham was a man of God in the Bible who God made promises to him. And one of the promises, one of the major promises, is that he will always be remembered. And thousands of years later, we'll still be talking about him. And his, through his uh, bloodline, Jesus Christ, who is our Lord and Savior, is going to come through that bloodline. God made this promise to him years and years ago when he was an old man. And it was hard for him to believe it because it just seems so crazy, you know, and um, but he believed 
And now we're seeing today the very results of the blessing. For one, one of the biggest signs that you can see is the fact that you can go and look up the nation of Israel. Well, I got news for us. Uh, that doesn't mean that all the Jews over there are Christian and saved, but I got to tell you the truth. There was a time when Israel never existed. Matter of fact, Israel, the, the, the Jews were slaves. They were slaves. They were the, the low of the low class, lower than low class. Okay? In history. And they didn't, the only reason why they exist is because their ancestor is this man named Abraham. Well, I got news for us. Uh, God promised Abraham that he would make his, 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 his descendants, who's the Jews today, uh, a great nation. And God kept that promise. He did. He fulfilled that promise. That's why you can see the nation of Israel today. So if you need some proof that God keeps his word, all you got to do is go look up in Wikipedia, Israel, and you can see historically uh, 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 concerning uh, Israel. So that's a little proof for you. Okay. Now, there was a blessing that came along with Abraham that that. Uh, Christians in, can, uh, enjoy today. Any person who calls on the name of Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, uh, the Bible says that you become Abraham's descendants, Abraham's seed, and I can prove it to you through Scripture. Any, any, and, and even though, and I don't have time to go into that, but even though physically uh, a person may be a, a Jewish, a, a Jewish today, during Jesus' time, he made a, a distinction between those who are Abraham's seed and descendants and those who are not. He said to the group of Jews, Jesus Christ, he preached this one time in the book of John, that he said that you are of your father, the devil. He was talking to the Jews, the religious Jews who claim that they were Abraham's descendants. And he said, no, you're not, because if you were you would accept me and who I claim to be because God has sent me to you. So God made a clear, Jesus made a clear distinction of those who are Abraham's seed and those who are not. That's not to say that God doesn't love the Jewish people, but no, I'm trying to make a point here. Is that because of the gospel, God has brought you into a blessing that he has given to Abraham. And that's what we're going to talk about today. It's a spiritual blessing we're, we're, we're speaking of. Galatians chapter 3 verses 23 to 29. Here's what it says. Galatians chapter 3 verses Galatians chapter 3, verses 23 to, through 29. But before faith came, we were kept under guard by the law 
kept for the faith which would afterward be revealed. Therefore the law was our tutor to bring us to Christ, that we might be justified by faith. But after faith has come, we are no longer under a tutor. For you all, sorry, for you are all sons of God through faith in Jesus Christ. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male or female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are in Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Now, now, if you notice here, notice is the Bible is very clear. If you're a Christian, if you're a believer, you have access to this blessing that was spoken to Abraham. Now, now I want to highlight what does heir mean? Because we're so used to, especially in America or in certain democratic societies, which is a form of government. I don't have time to go into that, but. We're so used to presidents, uh, uh, politicians, and things like that. But uh, in this time period, there was a term about being an heir. What is an heir? An heir, to keep it simple, is just like when a king dies, he leaves an inheritance for his children. And those children enjoy the benefits of that king's assets or that king's resources why is that so important to understand because in our day and age especially in our selfish societies today we don't we don't think about our children we don't think about our children's children we don't think about these things why because we are focused on ourselves we are focused on our own lives we are not focused on establishing a lineage and things like that. We, th we, we think now, temporary. We think like microwave, a microwave society. We want it now. We want a car now. We want a house now. We want money now. We want business now. We want, we want success now, 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 now. We don't want to go through anything. We don't want to go through a process of a blessing. So why am I mentioning this? Because... When God was speaking about this in the scripture, he established the law through the book of Deuteronomy, Leviticus. He established this law, right, for the, 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 the children of Israel, right? He established, you probably know, the Ten Commandments. These laws were, were, were even though they were there, the people couldn't live up to them because of sin. They kept breaking the laws, so God, what he did was, through the gospel, he caused the, his people to be able to enjoy the blessings of God that comes from obedience without the law. Meaning that when you have Christ in your life, you don't, you don't have to worry about uh, when you sin, God is going to strike you dead. You don't have to worry about the, 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 the earth opening up and, and, you know, and the earth closing on you. Because that's how God moved in the Old Testament. So because of Jesus Christ, there came about a grace 
They came about a benefit. They came about a blessing through the gospel that was outside of what the children of Israel were used to. All right. Now, now the reason why this is so important is because many people today don't understand the blessing of Abraham. Many people don't understand what it all means concerning concerning God blessing you or, or, or things like that. Many people think today that, okay, if I go to a church and I pay my tithe or whatnot, that, oh, I am blessed when it doesn't work like that. What the blessing, what the blessing of God does through the gospel is, it's not about your works. It's not about what you can do. It's about your faith in Christ. And as you have faith in Christ and you do follow his word, there are benefits that come along with it. Okay. Many people today think that if I just go to church, I can be blessed. Many people today think that, okay, if I pay my tithe and I can live the way I want, I am blessed. No, that's not true. Matter of fact, you see people with, with uh, bumper stickers on their cars or license plate that says, I'm blessed. Look at what I have. Look at my money. Look at my house. I am blessed. But when you get into their lives and you see their characters, you see that they have no peace. They have no joy. So even though they may have physical what may be blessings, they have no spiritual blessings because they can't sleep at night. I just read an article, for example, of... One person, very, very, very well known, and I pray for her, uh, Michael Jackson's daughter, for those who don't know, what uh, she wanted, she actually tried to commit suicide. She slit her wrist and tried to commit suicide and on many different occasions. So please pray for her as well. But I want to show you that many people envy her because they think she's having a blessed lifestyle because they look at her material possessions. And that's what we do. But but when you look at the spiritual blessing of peace, she has no peace. So what is really a blessing for real? Is a blessing based on what I have physically? Or is it based on, the, on me having my peace, having my joy, me being happy in life? What is a blessing? And according to the scripture, God was making it clear that there's a blessing of Abraham. That is not just physical. It can be physical at times where God may bless you physically. But, but also spiritually. Where God begins to give you spiritual blessing. And let me go more into that. So Galatians 3, 29, it says, If ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So that shows that there's... there's uh, when there's you're an heir and there's a promise for you. Now, I don't have time to go into those things. There may be a part two of this message, but but I want to just I, I'm just for time's sake. I'm just highlighting certain things today just to open us up to 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 the many different facets of this blessing here. And one thing I want to highlight as well is that if you notice, God is a God of laws, He's a God of, of, of order, right? If you notice, for example, you may follow a certain law in your life of going to church, which is not bad. But what about the, the, what about the law of love? In other words, loving your enemies, 
loving those who do you wrong? Or what about the law of honor, showing honor to the men and women of God? What about uh, uh, not being a taker, but being a giver? In other words, you always want people in God or God's people to give to you, but you don't ever sow. You don't ever give your time to the ministry. You don't ever give your time to service. You don't ever give your time to evangelism. So see, you are a taker, but yet you want you you, you want God to give you the blessing when you don't understand that God is a God of laws and you're not following certain laws even concerning your spiritual life. So yes, you may go to church, which is great. You may have an established principle of going to church, but you're not following the law of love, the law of honor, the law of tithing, the law of... There's so many different facets to God that that is so important for us to learn and get into this word because you can be breaking a law in ignorance and God would deal with you and you'll wonder why you don't have certain blessings in your life. So I, I wrote this down through becoming a child of God. We step into the blessing and promises automatically like this. Snap of your finger. You, you stepped into the blessing and the promises. But that does not mean that you are accessing and seeing these things in your life. In other words, have you ever seen people? You say, oh man, they bless well, I'll give you a perfect example. I've had an experience. I did a video on it where I've noticed, uh, you know, uh, I, where I had an experience where uh, someone came to me and said the other day, oh, I didn't expect you and your wife to make it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's great that uh, you guys are still married because we've been together for eight years, uh, been friends for been friends for eight years plus. But um, we've been together for eight years and married for six years. And, um, and he was surprised. He was like, oh, you know, you guys have made it. And, you know, I can really say that you guys really love each other. And, you know, it was no bad blood, but he really had his mindset looking at us at a certain way. But I can tell it was based on the failures that he has seen or he has experienced. Meaning that, meaning that, you know, the guy's a Christian, yes. But he's not, but, but he has not seen people who have accessed the blessings and the promises that God has concerning marriage, though they are saved. In other words, yes, you can be saved and Christian, but you can go through five, six, seven divorces and not experience the blessing of God's word where God says in his word that he that findeth a wife findeth a good thing. You may not experience the blessing that was in the book of Ruth with Ruth and Boaz where you didn't see divorce. All you seen is marital blessing. But yet, these people can be Christian. So that tells me that you being a child of God, even though you step into the blessing and the promises of God and have access to it, it's not enough. That tells me that there are certain laws you need to follow to experience the blessing, to experience the promises, to experience and see it in your life, in your finances, in your health, in your marriage, in your business. There's so many facets to God. That's why God is saying, come learn of me. Come sit at my feet. Come read my scripture so you can learn what you're stepping into. 
So I'm gonna show you a little bit about this blessing here, and this is real good because I'm getting happy. I didn't even get too deep into the message, but 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 I'm getting happy already. See, uh, we're gonna read Genesis chapter 17, verse 7. And here's what it says: This is the blessing that God promised to Abraham. And I will establish my covenant, which means agreement, right? Between me and thee. I'm reading the King James. Uh, between me and thee, and thy seed after thee in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be a God unto thee and to thy seed after thee. So God is pretty much saying, hey, I'm going to establish an agreement between me and you. And not only just me and you, but your children and their children for a what? An everlasting agreement. That means it's something that's going to last forever. To be a God to Abraham and to those who come after him. Now we just read according to the scripture that you are Abraham's seed. If you're a believer. So that means that God has an agreement with you. What is the agreement that God has with you? For one thing, because you're a child of God, um, you have access to the same blessings that was passed down to Abraham. I can prove it to you. Here's, here's, a, here's a facet of this blessing. Abraham I had two sons, Isaac and, uh, well, we'll just... We'll just uh, focus on Isaac. Abraham had a son named Isaac. And then Isaac had a son named Jacob, right? And that blessing, you can see in the scripture that blessing passed down from Abraham to Isaac. And then Isaac passed it down to Jacob. And here's the interesting part. Jacob, according to the scripture, he was a deceiver. He was a liar. He didn't qualify for the blessing. But how is it he was blessed anyway? Well, the reason being is because that blessing is so powerful that it has the ability to change a person's life and character. Do you know that when a man of God has a blessing on them, do you know that it's, there's an anointing, there's a covering, there's a favor on that man or woman of God, do you know it can be passed down? With their words. Think about that. It could be passed out. You see it. You see it in the scripture. You see in the word of God that Abraham with passed it down to his son, and then his son Isaac passed it down to Jacob, and they they had a custom of speaking the blessing. And let me tell you how powerful it is for speaking a blessing. That that even with a messed up life situation like Jacob who was known as a deceiver he had a he was identified with how he operated as a deceiver even with all that messed up stuff that was happening in his life the blessing changed everything in his life by words see you got to be careful when you when you dealing with a man or woman of God where you can see the favor of God or the blessing on their life you gotta you gotta honor that why because because their words have the ability to pass down blessings 
That means that your, 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 your destiny can be changed. Your finances may be changed. Your spiritual life can be changed. You may be dealing with depression, but, 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 but you have a day, days of joy. It all can be changed because of the blessing that's on that man and woman of God. So, so we see that the blessing, it can be passed down. Maybe that explains why so many people, they, they're in church, but the blessing is not being passed down in their lives. They're in the midst of the blessing, but, 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 but God won't lay the blessing on them because they're like, they're like Esau in the Bible. They, they really don't value the blessing. And that's why, according to scripture, that, that's why Jacob received it instead of Esau. Because he didn't value the blessing. So you got to be careful. You got to value the anointing and the favor that God is using a man or woman of God to pass down to you. It may be in your pastor. It may be in, in this ministry or, or whatever it is. But understand that God is trying to pass down the blessing to you so you can access it. So, so uh, and let me give some understanding here. It's just like. You can step into a car, but if you don't take the keys from for take the keys from that 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 that, that uh the key holder and turn the ignition, you won't be able to get to your destination. So though you have the blessing of Abraham, you're in the car, but you don't have the keys so you can access it and take advantage of it and actually see it in your life. So we're going to look in one area of the blessing, how, how this same blessing, how it can flow in things in the natural, which means that how it can flow in, uh, in physical things that we see every day, right? And, and, and we'll know it's God. So we're going to go to Malachi chapter 3, verses 6 to 12. And and we're gonna see we're gonna see in the scripture how this blessing can 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 be seen in everyday everyday life. Malachi chapter three verses six through twelve. For I am the Lord; I do not change. Therefore, you are not consumed, O sons of Jacob. Yet from the days of your fathers, you have gone away from my ordinances and have not kept them. Return to me and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. But you said, in what way shall I return? Verse 8, will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings, you are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you 
such a blessing that there will be that there will not be room enough to receive it and i will rebuke the devourer for your sakes so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field says the lord of hosts and all the nations will call you blessed for you will be blessed or you will be a delightful land says the lord of hosts now i want to highlight because many people use this scripture to deal with finances but i want to show you a different perspective uh concerning how the type of person that god is first off if you see in the scripture it was it's mentioning how how the people the reason why god wouldn't consume them which means that the reason why god didn't didn't destroy them right it was because of the promises that he made to abraham so he didn't lie right there he said he said that abraham you know i'm going to make your seed a great nation and things like that but if you notice if you notice he said therefore ye sons of jacob he mentioned about jacob that his promise even to to jacob so that shows that god what had in mind he was thinking about the promises that he made and he didn't want his people his people to be destroyed because of the promise he made to abraham and that promise was passed down to jacob and he was thinking about them so that tells you something about god that he does not forget nor does he break his promises and i gave you the example when i first started the scripture it it's the, the 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 jews and israel today should have been consumed and destroyed they should have been wiped out but here it is they're still around today that's proof in 2019 or whenever you're listening to this message this message that god doesn't break his promises he keeps them for generations but if you notice as well he was mentioning certain things about the laws that he had the laws that cause you to be able to receive the blessings you know there are certain laws for example there's a law concerning marriage for example, and having a happy home, the law of faithfulness. There's a certain, there are certain standards and certain things, principles you got to live by to, 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 to have a happy marriage. There are principles that you have to live by to have a happy home. There are laws involved that brings about a blessing. So in the same way, God was talking about finances where the reason why these people were under a curse. He said, the reason why you're under a curse is because you're not following the laws. The, the principles that I've established. What, is, what are the principles that God was talking about in this scripture? He was speaking about thides, which means that if you make $100 in income, you give 10% to your local church or the work of God. So they can what? Be meat. They, they, can, they can be substance and resources in God's house. That's what he meant when he said that. And look, but, 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 but look what happened. They weren't following the principles of God. And because of that, 
They open up their lives and open up the nation for a curse. What was that curse? They started seeing things being devoured from them. They started seeing their fruits that they would plant in the, the seeds that they were planting in the ground. Their fruits would be devoured by animals, by insects, by the, by the locusts, which we know as grasshoppers. They would eat the plants. And they would look up to heaven and say, God, I planted, I have a business. I, I planted an a, a apple, apple tree and the, and the animals keep eating it up. The raccoons, Lord, help me. And God answered and said, well, it's because the reason why you can't enjoy my blessings is because you're not following the principles of my word. And why is that so important? Because, see, that shows us that even though God was talking about money and finances, that shows that that that, that shows us that there are things in our everyday life that can be taken from us or we can open up for the what's called the devourer to take from us because we're not following God's principles. Do you know your peace can be taken from you? Because you're not following the principles of staying in the word of God. Even though God has the, the blessing of Abraham for you, which is peace is a part of that blessing. Because you're not following the principles of renewing your mind every day. What's, what's going on with you is that your peace and the devourer is stealing from you. And you can't enjoy the blessing of peace because you open up your life for a curse. See, so when it's talking about finances, let me, let me touch the financial Realm, that's financial area. So that means that if your finances, if you're not, if you're not allowing God in your finances and following the principles of God in your finances, you won't enjoy the blessings that God has for finances. Or if it's in, or if it's in your your, your life or your school or your job or whatever it is, if you're not following the principles of God, you can't enjoy. Certain blessings that he can give you. And why is this so important? Because look at verse 12. And all nations shall call you blessed. For you shall be a delight for some land, saith the Lord of hosts. So you can't even be a witness to the world around you. If you don't, if you don't allow God to, to and follow principles of God that he can bless you. Notice what the word says. The word didn't say God will call you blessed. The word says the nations, the people around you will call you blessed. In other words, people will start noticing that God has blessed you. Have you ever noticed somebody that says that they are blessed by God, but when you get close to them, you're like, oh, you don't look blessed to me. <laughs> or have you ever noticed people that have uh, uh, blessed bumper stickers, but when you sit and talk to them, you're like, uh, but you got a nasty attitude. That don't look like blessing to me. Well, what's going on here? The nations is not calling these people blessed. Why? Because they're not blessed. Let's not sugarcoat it. Please let us stop calling people blessed when they're not. In other words, when we have music artists today and, and God loves them, but it's ignorance. They don't know. They say, oh, God bless me with this award. But when you hear the lyrics of their song, they're teaching people and teenagers 
and, and, and kids, because that's who listen to the radio, and adults as well, they're teaching people to do everything that breaks God's laws and breaks his heart. But yet they say that God blessed me with this award. So let me get this straight. God blessed you to tell young women to have sex outside of marriage. So you're telling me that God blessed you to teach people how to curse and say all manner of filth that you'll be ashamed to say at your job interview. In other words, you will, you will not be singing some of the lyrics on their song to, your, to, your, to the job interviewer because you respect his position because you need a job. So, so that tells you that, 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 that we, in today's society, we, we, we were twisted in what we think blessing is. And the Bible says that the nations will call you blessed. And so when you begin to apply these, the principles of God to your life and experience the blessings of God, you'll start to see that God will start rebuking the devourer, the things that's stealing from your life. God will make sure that he puts a protection around you from things and situations that steal from you. Why? Because the blessing of Abraham is on you. You're experiencing those, you're experiencing those blessings. Let's go even deeper. We're going to see another side of this blessing in the area of the prophetic, the prophetic realm. In other words, where, where, where God uses men and women of God and the power of God in people's lives to bring about miracles, to bring about success in, in areas of their lives. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to read to you a, well, well, we're going to read a story here about how, how there was another situation of a woman who said, oh man, I need, to, I need, I need God's blessing in this area of my life. But I need to go to a prophet and honor that prophet in order to, 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 to receive it. In other words, I need to go to a ministry where I can hear the word of the Lord and receive what I need so I can see this area of my life be blessed. So we're going to read about uh, uh, in 2 Kings chapter 4 verses 1 through 7. We're going to read about a situation how, 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 how this woman, she was in debt and she didn't have no way out. And she went to a prophet, a ministry, this ministry, the prophet Elisha for some help. And let's see what happened to her. It's 1 Kings chapter, I'm sorry, 2 Kings chapter 4 verses 1 through 7. A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha saying, Your servant, my husband is dead and you know that your servant feared the Lord. And the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slave. So Elisha said to her, What shall I do for you? Tell me. What do you have in your house? 
And she said, Your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Now I want to highlight something before we go further. Notice what's going on here. You got a man of God who served in Elisha's ministry and feared God. The Bible says he feared the Lord. That means he was a good man. But he passed away. You know, we don't know how old he was. The Bible doesn't say. But he ended up passing away. And the Bible says that, that uh, this man, he took out a loan. He took out a loan and the creditor has come to take his sons, the, the, the woman's sons, to be slaves. And that's what was the tradition at that time. In other words, if you owed money, they would come and take your, 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 your children so your children can work off the, uh, the debt that, was, uh, that you owed. And what did the woman do? She did what a lot of us don't do. She went to where the word of God was being preached. How many people today that when they get into problems in their lives, they go to their family members, they go to their friends. They don't say, let me call up that, the, 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 that ministry where I know there's a prophet in the house. Well, let me call up that pastor. Let me call up that man or woman of God that, for prayer. Let me, you know, we have been so accustomed to handle things on our own. That we don't access the blessing. But this is what this woman did. This woman said, I know that I'm blessed. I'm going to go and access the blessing because I know my husband. I seen the blessing in his life. And I knew that he served Elisha, the prophet. So let me go to where the blessing is. Now, let me let me tell you what uh, uh, what's so interesting about this. Notice she thought all she had, she only had a little bit. She said, all I got is a little bit of oil in my house. And the prophet was like, okay, what you have? You, let me see what you have. And we're going to use what we have for God to bless. See, it's not about how much you have. It's about your faith and how much you, and, and the little that you do have, your faith is what God wants. Because he can use the little that you have. So, so let me tell you what a creditor, and I wrote this down, what a creditor, what he represents. He represents someone or something that's coming to take your assets, the things that are valuable to you, your future, your goals, even your children. Notice this woman, she knew that this creditor was coming to take her children. Her children represent her future. She's like, I have no future if my, if my kids are not blessed. I have, my goal is to see my kids. You know, you know my, my, the valuable things in my life, that's my children. I, I want to see my children blessed. And I refuse to let this happen. So I'm going to rush to the house of God on, for the sake of my children and my future. See, in this society that we live in, we live in a, a, a world that's in a debt system where it's always where, where there's always something to come in and take from you. Have you ever been there? You woke up and this bill is showing up at your doorstep. You woke up or you went here and it's like this opportunity was stolen from you. 
Well, I got news for you. You live in a world that is a tick, tick, tick society. That's the system. That is the world that we live in. You cannot escape it. But what you can do is you can give God what you have and watch him work his power with the little that you have. Let me show you what happened to her in the word of God. And here's the powerful thing about this, you guys. This blessing we're talking about, this is going to show the blessing of multiplication. There's a blessing in the Abrahamic blessing where God begins to multiply what you have. There's also a blessing in the, in, in, in the, in the uh, uh, blessing of Abraham where, where, where you have access to the prophets, the prophetic word, where, 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 there's miracle, where miracles can happen. You have access to it. You don't have to have a dime in your pocket. But if you, if you, if you can have a heart to say, I'm going to go to where the prophetic word is. And I'm going to go get a prophet, prophetic word to speak over my life. Let me tell you something. You'll see things begin to happen that you've never seen before. You'll see, just like in the scripture we're about to read. You'll see things begin to take place that only God can do. And you can never take credit for that. So, 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 so let's see what begin to happen in this scripture. Verse 3. Then he said, go, borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors. Empty vessels do not gather just a few. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons. Then pour it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons who brought the vessels to her and she poured it out. Now it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said to her son, bring me another vessel. <laughs> and she said to, and he said to her, there is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. So notice what happened here. A vessel is a, is a jar. It's something that they use to hold oil. And oil at that time was just like gold at that time. Or if you had oil, you had gold. <laughs> Imagine if you had uh, uh, um, uh, buckets and buckets of gold in your house. How much money would you have? You'll be look like, oh man, you, they'll look at you, people will look at you like you have, you're, you're, you're financially, financially well off. Well, at that time, oil was seen as gold. So pretty much what she said was, I only have a little bit of money in my house. I got a little bit of oil. But what happened was, she, the, the prophet told her to borrow some, some, some like jars to fill up with that same oil that she had. And next thing you know, the jars started filling up. And she borrowed all those jars. And next thing you know, they all were filled. Supernatural multiplication of the oil took place because she took what she had in her hands and put it into the hands of God. See, that's the problem with some of us. The problem is 
The reason why God can't multiply what you have. In other words, you want God to multiply certain things. is because you're not putting it in his hands. That means the reason why God can't multiply your peace is because you're not putting your time in his hands. You, 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 you're not spending time in his word. You're not spending time in worship. You're not spending time in prayer. You're not spending time to listen to what God is, is trying to say to you. And notice also this, that, um, that when she began to pour out, notice she borrowed those vessels. You know, there's such thing as, as, as making a deal with God, doing business with God. There is such thing as that. That, 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 that. That's true. In other words, notice those jars, they didn't belong to her. They didn't. She borrowed them and said, let me borrow this, but I'm going to put this in God's hands. In other words, in other words, you may not have what you need, but if you if you say, you know what, I'm going to it's it's like this. If you have a friend of yours and you say, hey, um, you know, I'm trying to start this delivery business, but I don't really have the money. Can I borrow your truck for a month? And that person says, okay, you can borrow it. And the next you know, you go and borrow it. And you say, God, if you bless me, every all the income I make from it, I'll make sure I, I, I put it into the work of God so the gospel can be preached and go forward. Next you know, the business is taken off. And you go back to that same friend and said, hey, I'm, I'm coming here because I want to buy your car and give you more money on top of what I'm borrowing. And that friend's like, okay, hey, sure. Take it. So here it is. You borrowed something, but you put it in God's hands because of your trouble. See, that's what some of us do. You're, 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 you're in tough situations and you're like, God, I need to I need to get out of it. But God is saying, why don't you put it in my hands? Why don't you put your time in my hands? Your resources, your resources in my hands. And I would do to you with the with this woman. When she, when she was in her situation. So, let's see what she did. Look what happened when uh, 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 she finished uh, pouring out. Let's see what else happened. And he said to her, there is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. Then she came and told the man of God. And he said, go sell the oil and pay your debt. And you and your sons live on the rest. Now notice also what he said. Elisha said that the oil, I mean, when he, when she told the man of God, that the oil stopped. You know what that tells me? The oil could have still kept flowing if she expected more. <laughs> In other words, if she was expecting more for God to pour out, wouldn't and, and, and she understood that oil at that time was gold, wouldn't she borrow from the whole city? Wouldn't she say, hey, 
I know you're a stranger, but hey, can I borrow this for a little while and I'll come and and, uh, and give it back to you and pay you for it? That tells me if her expectation was a little higher, then she could have received more. I preached a message on expectation recently, and I, I encourage you to, to, to listen to it. Feed and, feed and protect your expectation. Uh, that's what its name is available. You can... Um, Listen to it, but that's the power of expectation. That if you have expectation, not only will God bless you, but He'll go above and beyond because you're going above and beyond. But if you just think that God is just gonna supply a need, He'll just supply the need. He won't go above and beyond because you're not expecting him to go above and beyond. Some of us, the blessings that's over your life, God wants to, God can do more, but you don't expect more. But look what this, look at what happened with this woman. When she went back to the man of God, he said, go and pay your debt and live off the rest. So through the word of God and through the, through the prophet, in his ministry, we can see that the word of God and a ministry can, can, can control and bring f- physical resources in your life that you can see, that you can touch, that you can actually feel in your life. It's not something spirit, just spiritual. This was a physical oil we're talking about. Physical Things that is of value that was supernaturally multiplied to the point where it was able to cause her to pay off her debt. Now, I don't know how much she owed, but it must have been a whole lot for it cost her, li- her two sons' lives. But, but notice what happened. Do you know that God blessed her with a business? Think, look what's going on here. She went to the man of God. For some help. But now God gave her an oil business. How do I know it's an oil business? To, 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 to sell oil? And just not just pay off a debt? Because look what he said in the scripture. The scripture says her, her children was able to take it over. The Bible says, what does that last verse say? Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go, sell the oil, and pay your debt, and you and and your sons live on the rest. That means there was so much oil. that He said, You live off the rest, and your son's going to live off the rest. That means after the woman dies and passes away, the prophet said that the sons, because it was so much oil, because it was so much multiplication, that the sons were going to be able to live off this oil business. Let me tell you something. When you begin to put your little in God's hands, that not only will the blessing be multiplied, but the blessing will be multiplied for your children's lives. But will be multiplied for your grandchildren's lives. That will be multiplied. 
multiply for your business. If you're an entrepreneur, God says I can multiply your business. If you're a businessman or you're sowing into ministry, God says I can multiply your finances. If you got if you got a, 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 a resources, God says I can multiply your resources. That not only would it bless you, but it'll bless those that's connected to you, and the nations will call you blessed. The nations will call you blessed. Won't it be a blessing and won't it be the glory of God for people and people who don't even believe in God to say, you know what? I didn't believe in God until I seen what God has used you to do in my life. I was struggling with, with a sickness. I was struggling with this situation in my marriage. And ever since I came here, even though I was an atheist and I didn't believe and I hated church, I, I, I seen something I never seen in my life. I'm seeing something I never seen before. I'm seeing that, 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 that God can multiply the little that I have if I just put the little in his hands. It would be, be, be amazing if the people and the nation can be able to call you and I blessed. So the reason, so now I understand it, and I know you understand as well. The reason why no one respects the church today is because most of the people who claim to be Christian are cursed. Because according to the scripture, the Bible says the nations, they'll call you blessed. Not cursed. And that, so, 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 so that tells me that you can be in the house of God and not experience the blessings of Abraham. But see, this woman, she wasn't like that. She said, no, I'm going to go to where I know the anointing is. I'm going to go to where I know the oil is because I got some debts. I got some assets. I got some future. I got, I got, I got future. I got a goal in mind. I got a lineage. I got children in mind. I, I got some things in mind that I, that I see that the creditor is trying to take from me. That the world system is trying to take from me. The world system is, is full of take, 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 take. But Lord, I'm, uh, I, I'm a giver. I give back to your church. I give my time. I give my energy. And I'm expecting, Lord, for you to give the anointing of multiplication in my life. Because, Lord, I, I want to see that what happened in this woman's life happen to me. So as we see today that you got to you got to realize what you have. You have the blessing of Abraham over your life and you have access to it. But if you don't if you don't get up and be like this woman and say, "You know what? I'm not going to wallow in my situation. The devil is a liar. I'm not going to stay here and watch the creditor just take my children because I know I took out a loan and I'm in a bad situation. No, I feel the Lord. So that even shows that even as a child of God, you can do what's right and be in a bad situation. It's true. The woman, she was like, you know, I don't know the circumstances, but, but she said that no, my husband feared the Lord. My house you, you know, God has, God, I know where I can get some help. Let me go to where the, 
prophetic word is. Let me go to where I know there's an anointing and a favor on the man of God that can be passed down to my life through his words and his blessing. Do you have a ministry and a man of God or a woman of God around your life that can pass down a blessing to you? Or are you roaming around this earth and this world and this debt system and this take, take, take society around us? Are you just wandering around, going to church religiously? Or are you, or, or, or are you those that takes advantage of what God has available to you? You got to evaluate your life and see if that's, if that's you. Because God, I, you know, I'm hearing the testimonies. He's blessing people. He's opening up doors. If you think that God is, you know, I've seen so many people that say, oh, why is God not blessing me? That doesn't change who God is. You got to analyze what's going on in your life so you can be in a position for God's blessing. Because there's testimonies. People are having testimonies of God moving. Don't sit by and say, oh, why is not happening for me? No, say, God, I'm going, I'm like this woman. I'm going to where I know the blessing is. I'm going to the prophetic. I'm going to where the prophets are. I'm going to where the, 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 the pastors and the leaders are. And I'm getting the anointing. Lord, Lord I'm, I'm, I'm getting the word so I can follow your principles. Because I'm the seed of Abraham. I'm heirs according to the promise. And I shall receive. You know, you know what happened with Abraham as well? And I don't have time to get into that. But, but Abraham, look at his life. Look at how much God just multiplied him. Because the anointing of multiplication, the blessing of multiplication was just flowing with him. Do you want the blessing of multiplication in your life? Then put yourself in a position so God can give it to you. 